0: That's how the theme song goes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Constitution's Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. And if you didn't know, this is a premiere podcast for the website, cpluscounty.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Okay. So this is very strange. I unplugged. I was in such a rush to record that I picked up the microphone while the theme song was playing. I picked it up with such veracity, verocity that I picked it up and I pulled, if you're not watching the video, I pulled the headphone cord out, and so that's why if, it, if, the, if the intro that I just said for the last 30 seconds just sounded weird, that is the reason, because <laughs> I, I just jettisoned up the microphone from the floor to my hands. So anyway, welcome back to the Constitution's Podcast. Listen, we got to go. We got a whole lot to talk about, uh, because I had a full docket. Last week I did end up seeing a movie. After I moved, uh, I did so. I did a, I did a job up north uh, and back back home where I, where I used to live. Uh, and now I'm down in the city. And I went back there to do a job for some reason. Because they keep scheduling me that way. And they did it to me twice, so I saw two movies because I didn't want to drive in traffic. So here we are, now here I am, down $10.50. Uh, Well, actually, no, because I I got cookies for both. So down down a lot of money (laughs) because I saw two movies. But you know, it was really good. I had a really good time seeing both of those movies, and I do not regret seeing either of them. Now, the movies I'm talking about, of course, are Skyscraper and Mission Impossible 6. Here's the thing. One of them I was completely alone in. (laughs) There was nobody in there. Not even a remote chance of a person walking in. Second, I was uh, the second one was Mission Impossible Six, which I saw yesterday. At the time of this recording, at the time of this episode coming out, which is Wednesday, August first, two thousand eighteen, I saw Mission Impossible Six, and it was definitely one of my favorites of the year. I have no, I had no idea that I really liked the Mission Impossible series. Only after Mission Impossible Three, I've seen parts of three. I own four. I love five. Record. Okay, so what was I talking about? Oh, if you didn't know, the I have a I have a big issue with audition. Audition 2018, uh, Adobe Audition 2018, uh, it always drops or uh, cuts out on me for some reason, and it just cut out. So anyway, like I was saying, I love uh, four. I love four. I love five, and uh, six is one of the best action movies I've ever seen, hands down. Uh, This is embarrassing that this had to cut out, which means I had to cut the video, (laughs) which means at some point future Chad figured that out. But right now I'm at a loss as to how to do that. I'm going to leave up the waveforms because I know that's going to audition is again. I'm having very big issues with it. Very big issues with it. And premiere crashes on me. I mean, I pay my bills sometimes on time. (laughs) I know I'm behind this month on Adobe and they give me 10 more days to pay it. I figure it out at some point. <laughs> it's so sad. I was just thinking about this today that if I had, see, I quit the news station because I used to work at a news station and it was part-time and I was the only person who was part-time. Interns got more hours than me, which is very sad. And I'd been there for two years. Now, if I'd stayed there, they were, the reason why I left because they wanted me to do listicles and I wasn't going to do that. Because I wanted a job after two years, I confronted them about it, and uh, they were unmoving. <laughs> they wouldn't look me in the eye. They were very—they were afraid of me because I confronted them about it. They wouldn't—the person, the, my manager, would not look me in the eye when I, every time I talked to him about it. And I talked to him at least four times about it, and he would not offer me a full-time job. He said, "Well, if you wait a few months," I was like, "No, no, I've been here for two years. It's not happening. I'm not waiting four months." And he goes, "What?" Well, then uh, then we went to HR. And in the, the HR person is like, "Well, you're you're basically—they're both really nerdy dudes. So that's why they're afraid of me." Uh, and uh, they say, "Well, you're you're basically uh, submitting a resignation." And I went, "Okay." <laughs> and uh, that is where I am right now. That's why I have zero dollars in my bank account, and that's why I am struggling to find a job. But I keep thinking, if I had kept my mouth shut, if I had. Not stuck by my guns. If I just put my head down and and shut up and work, would I have a full time job there? Now, I wouldn't. I would. Pay, I would have more money than what I'm doing now. Uh, but I wouldn't. I mean, you know, because part time there would paid more than both of my part time jobs now. But would I be happy? And would I have? Uh, I know I wouldn't be living here. I probably would have had enough money to move out more months ago. Um, I probably would have had, uh, I don't know if I'd have the same uh, person I'm dating now. I thought about that. I've been thinking about that all day. So if I had kept my mouth shut, how would life be different? I know for a fact I'd have more money. All right, so let's move on. Let's keep talking about, uh, (laughs) I don't know how we got on that, but let's talk about Skyscraper and Mission Impossible 6. Mission Impossible 6 was it's, uh, it's, it's a sequel to the fifth one, obviously, but I believe, I haven't seen the fifth one since it came out, so about two years ago and I believe that uh, one of the bad guys is oh, carryover from the sixth one from the fifth one and because they keep referencing something that happened <laughs> and I don't remember the fifth one at all I remember that, that's the one where he held on the side of a plane God, that's so good Ghost Protocol is really good too. That is a, that is a, it's, I'm likening it to Fast and Furious when the, when Fast Five came out and that was just a new set of movies. Like, you know, Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, Fast and, no, The Fast and The Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, the third one, and uh, Tokyo Drift, and uh, Fast and Furious, they dropped the thes. Those were I don't want to see those. I've seen Fast and Furious, The Fast and The Furious. And I've seen parts of Two Fast and Furious. I don't and I've seen all of Tokyo Drift. I don't want to see the Fast and Furious. But Fast Five, Furious Six, no, Fast Five, Uh, F- Fast Six, Furious Seven, Wonderful Movies. Just it was just it's just a changing of the guard. So once MI three came out, that's you know, it's fine, but MI four, that's a whole nother level of movie. It's good. Good set of films. So Tom Cruise, wonderful job. He did a great job running. Henry Cable, handsome man. Cannot believe he stole the show. But you will know that uh, about 30 minutes in, they tip off who the main villain might be because <laughs> you don't know until the end. <laughs> they tip it off. And you know, if you don't know about that scene, then you're then you you don't you're not paying attention. But they did a really good job. Uh, I would call MI6 Backstabby the Movie because everyone backstabs everybody. <laughs> Trust no one (laughs) Such a good movie though Such a wonderful movie A lot of good fight scenes uh, Early in the movie Henry Cavill and uh, Tom Cruise Are jumping out of the plane together To go down to Paris And uh, Henry Cavill's guy Is just so headstrong Because he's a CIA operative Meant to monitor Tom Cruise Doing his IMF stuff and Tom Cruise is like hey man we don't want I don't want you blacking out up here so they are really high up in the atmosphere so they're above a storm and he he's like I don't want you to blacken out put some oxygen in and then Henry cable is like shut up I got this and he runs out and jumps into a lightning storm and then the lightning hits the guys and the just the the sound editing in this movie is amazing if it's not Oscar nominated I'm going to be I'm going to be so ashamed because the the when when lightning hits these when they first of all when they're diving all you hear is the wind rushing there's no music they don't use balf balf is the composer and he's and they're not using any of his score it's just this wind rushing uh, you hear tom cruise like off in the distance screaming for henry cable cuz he's the one who got hit by he was hit by lightning and you just hear the wind rushing there there's no sound at all and then uh, when they get to the when they get to their destination that's when the sound comes back and that's when the music plays. There is just such good sound editing, sound mixing, and the, comp- the composition is wonderful. I was, uh, point- the composition was pointed out to me by Pop Culture Happy Hour, so I would urge you to watch- listen to that episode of Pop Culture Happy Hour when they discuss Mission Impossible 6, because they, they really brought out the idea that this, this new composition was just gonna really stand out. Ving Rames did a good job. Simon Pegg did a good job. Every single person in this movie, Angela Bassett, Alec Baldwin, All fantastic. Again, this movie is called Backstabby McGee. (laughs) Don't trust anyone. Now, I saw Skyscraper, (laughs) and I liked it. The issue is, it was, I expected more from it. It's a very pulpy movie, and it doesn't get pulpy until the Skyscraper is, uh, on fire and burning and attacking so it's not the movie's not what if the sky what if the what if the world's most technologically advanced uh building started attacking um uh the the world again (laughs) it's not that so don't think that bad guys take over the building and then they start they start using the building's features to attack people at the end of the movie, um, the owner of the building—I'm not ruining anything because you're not going to see the movie—and also you know how this movie ends. In the, end the movie, the owner of the building, who was a billionaire, who was the reason why, why the building was getting attacked, uh, Dwayne Johnson's in the helicopter with him. And you could you could predict every line of this script that's written by. Um, Rawson Marshall Thurber, who also directed the movie and produced the movie. So I'm very happy for him. But you can predict every line in this movie. And Dwayne Johnson turns to the to the billionaire and he goes, What are you gonna do now? And the billionaire turns out of the helicopter and he goes, Rebuild. <laughs> I cannot believe that he wrote those lines. Rawson Marshall Thurber. That is a name if I didn't know one. He's forty three years old. He did Oh, We Are the Millers. Okay, I really like that movie. Good for him. The Nines, Easy A, oh my God. Oh, he was an actor in EZA. never mind, okay. Central Intelligence, that's why they worked together. And uh, We're We're the Millers 2 is coming at some point. (sighs) Anyway, I want to recount every scene in this movie. Um, So the movie was, again, I was the only person in there. And I just want to take this time out. I started taking pictures. (laughs) I started doing video for the movie. (laughs) I want to take the time out to say that uh, this movie, I don't have my phone on me, so I have to do this on the messages. Thank God messages.com, .android.com is a thing now uh, because that's how I text. Not most of the time. only when I have my computer. Okay, so let's see. Saturday, when did I see the movie? This is very strange. I'll have you know that all of the batteries in the, both cameras are charged up, so uh, welcome. Okay. Uh, where is my? You know what? This is taking too long. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I found it. I found it. All right. So I, when I, I realized I was the only person in the movie for a very long, like very early on in the movie, um, this movie also may have had a duct tape endorsement <laughs> because there's a lot of duct tape. Okay, so I was about um, uh, let's see, this this first part. The first text I sent was, okay, so the rock, the rock's best friend invites him to China to test out the building, to, to, to see if he can see if the building's good. Uh, his best friend from the army turns out, DeRoc used to be in the army. Uh, he lost his leg in an explosion after some guy blew himself up with a child, And uh, his best friend was injured too. So his best friend uh, turns out, he's the, he's a the guy who brought him over here so that Dwayne can get attacked. <laughs> this is not funny. So the Dwayne can get attacked. Uh, so then I sent my first text to uh, my uh, current uh, lady friend I wrote I have a three hour break between movies I'm the only person is showing a skyscraper ha, ha, ha. and then I sent a picture of the ba- the female who's a bad guy and oh my god she's the- I don't know who I don't know what her name is but she is gorgeous what was her name Chin Han nope <laughs> who is this <laughs> who are these people oh Hannah livin I guess I don't know. Whoever the bad the bad woman is, I said. Okay, so now, so about about twenty minutes in the movie, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's climbing the crane. He realizes he has to. No, like thirty minutes in the movie, he's he's escaped the police. He's got to climb the crane, and he's got to get. He's got to climb this crane that's across the street. He's got to get into the building to into the hotel slash residency, slash apartments, slash store that is a skyscraper. He's got to get in the skyscraper. And because it's on fire, there's a a floor on fire, and it's getting dangerously close to his wife and children who are in there. That's the reason why he's going back in there. Uh, And so I wrote, (laughs) oh, oh," uh, bad word, oh, cuss. He's climbing the crane. Picture of him climbing the crane. Then I wrote uh, uh, the F word, a very long version of it, (laughs) because he's jumping right now. And he made it. He grabs the edge. He slides off, and he and he makes it. He makes it. It's wonderful. He. Oh my gosh. Uh. So then, now he's now he's preparing himself. He's preparing himself, and he's <laughs> and he's fixing his his leg. Which I will turn to the camera right now, if I uh, remember to do this. If I remember to edit it. There you go. He's fixing it. He's fixing it. You can see it over there. He's fixing his leg. And he's using and his words, the, the line that comes out when he's fixing his leg, he goes, if you can't fix it with duct tape, beat, then you ain't using enough duct tape. First duct tape reference. First duct tape reference. So <laughs> a few minutes later, The Rock finds out his wife and one of his kids is still alive. And The Rock comes and save comes and save them after uh, this bad these bad guys are about to kill kill his wife. Uh, and I wrote The Rock and his wife just pushed a bad guy off the bridge and hugged afterwards, all caps. <laughs> and now The Rock uh, so then they see that their daughter their son is on the outside of the bridge and <laughs> of this bridge that like in a rainforest inside the skyscraper that broke down. Caught on fire, it broke down, and now the wife's trying to cross a plank of wood to save him. So she's crossing the plank of wood and there's a picture of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He goes, I'll hold the bridge. And he holds he grabs two wires. This is the funniest thing. He grabs two wires from the side of the bridge and he holds up the bridge. And he's struggling. And you can see his uh, you can see this face that is the funniest thing. I should just edit these in, but I really don't want to. You can see this face. You can see his face. He's just, I'm just, I'm showing the cameras. You see his face and look at his f- stupid fat face. <laughs> it's so funny. So he's doing that. He's holding up the bridge and <laughs> and he realizes, oh, my daughter's missing. <laughs> so, oh, oh, one thing is uh, the daughter was captured by the bad guys. The bad guys say, okay, Rock, you get this hard drive from the owner of this building, the billionaire. And we'll let your daughter go. And I wrote, This is the first movie, and The Rock, I'm telling you, this is, this, movie, this is the first movie where The Rock is beaten all the way down. He is, people just beat him up, and he doesn't win any fights. He does not win at all. Uh, and I wrote, It's a good departure from the norm of him being a god, which is true. And so uh, there's a, so a B story there are police people. There's a very uh, a couple of sexy police, Asian police cops. <laughs> that uh, the man, the man sergeant, he he'll believe anything that's put in front of his face. That's his character trait. And then there's a female p- police officer, who doesn't, who doesn't believe anything that's in her face. And she doesn't believe the rock's wife when the rock's wife escapes with their with their son. She writes, "It doesn't make any sense." Hot cop doesn't like it. <laughs> rock's wife is what I wrote. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) At one point, The Rock, in order to get into the billionaire's penthouse where the hard drive is, The Rock decides to go. He he doesn't decide to. He has to go in front of a wind turbine that's on the outside of the building. The only way to reach it, because there's no ledges, there's no scaffolding, is to wrap his hands in duct tape, wrap his hands and feet in duct tape and uh and and walk on the edge of the building that is i swear to god the size of his big toe so he has to inch his way across and his words not mine no our shared our shared words he goes this is stupid and i wrote bro i agree and there's a picture of him crossing <laughs> crossing outside <laughs> and, he has, and he's tied a rope to like a tiki that's hanging outside of a window Uh, well, that's hanging on the inside of the window. That's too big to go out, and so just in case he falls, and he has so much rope that he's able to climb all the way around the building and down all the way around again and then down again. The funniest thing. Oh, and then he runs across the building. (laughs) He runs across it, and then he falls, and his leg gets caught. The leg with the prosthetic gets caught in the rope, and he's hanging upside down. The leg that's the prosthetic is used as a weapon so many times or as a way to hold a door open. It is so funny. Uh, And then the billionaire gives some exposition, a long exposition, which is what we needed about 40 minutes ago. (laughs) The rock had a sword in his pants and killed a guy, is what I wrote during this big fight scene, Uh, and now everyone's in a hall of mirrors during the final moments of Act 3. Rock Spartan kicks a guy, I have a video of that. I have, a, I have two videos of this movie. Rock Spartan kicks a guy, and the guy drops a grenade and he explodes. <laughs> uh, and then the rock's safe. And then his family's safe. And then we have <laughs> credit. Oh my God, this movie. I thought it was, I'm, like I'm saying, it's a fine film. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, Nev Campbell, Chen Han, so many good people in this movie. Pablo Schreiber, Schreiber. Everybody did a good job. Zima so funny it's a it's like this movie it it tries a lot it tries really hard but then it decides that it doesn't want to try sometimes so that's where we are with Skyscraper I urge you to go see it I'm still waiting to see Rampage I do it's in my uh, Redbox playlist but there's no Redbox where I live now so I mean, there's not one near me. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I wanted to talk about. How far are we in this episode? Are we almost done? Yeah, we're almost done. Thank God. Uh, continuing. So I went to. I meant to talk about this. I did, I don't know if I did last week, but I went to a wedding in Chattanooga of a friend. Uh, and her uh, uh her beau, and it's very strange because, <laughs> I met the guy, several times. Like, I've hung out with him. I've hung out at his house before. <laughs> and uh, I walked in, and he looks me in the eye. I walked into the chapel, and he's, he's like, greeting people. And he looks me in the eye, and he goes, hi, nice to meet you. And I go, and like, in my head, I go, oh, we know each other. But then I just shake his hand because I'm in such a rush because I think, like, the, the, the wedding starts in, like, 15 minutes. I'm in such a rush. It's hot outside. I just run inside the chapel. And then so then I, I find two people that, well, one person I know and her boyfriend. And I sit down with them. And and I mention that, and they go, "Oh well, he's he's probably just nervous." And I go, "Okay, all right, that's fine." Uh, so so I go. So the wedding starts in now ten minutes. I get up. I have to use the restroom, very bad, because I've been driving for two hours. It's in Chattanooga. I drove from Atlanta. I didn't stop to pee. Um, so I get up, and I and I and I go back to the groom, and I go, "Hey, do you know where the restroom is?" And he says something to the effects of, hey, good to see you. <laughs> again, just pass it off to nerves. So we go to, so the, the wedding happens, reception happens. I'm at the reception, again, sitting with my friend and her boyfriend, and people that supposedly I know, but I don't know them because <laughs> I hadn't been in college for three years, so I forget people. And uh, the, the bride and the groom, the bride's my friend, the groom, Guy who doesn't know who I am apparently, they come over. I give her a hug, say a happy for her. He he goes, he goes. Thanks for coming, <laughs> and says something to the effect of "Nice to meet you." And then at this point, I go, "This is ridiculous. <laughs> he must be pulling my leg, because I have got, I've met you. I've found out your place. You know who I am." <laughs> I've known you for like five years. <laughs> nice to meet. You can't be nervous anymore. You had a reception for your own wedding. That makes me so mad. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, and then uh I went to a graduation party. <laughs> I just looked at my notes and that, that O was me just realizing it's something that I wrote down. Uh, and i went to a I went to a graduation party for a, a friend. He graduated from college his brother graduated his one of his brothers graduated from college. he graduated from graduate school and then his younger brother graduated from high school and there's this so I go there and again, it's people I went to high school with, and it's people i went to uh, it's people I went to high school with and it's uh, basically their parents and then their parents' friends and then a bunch of people I don't know and one of the parents' friends was this very drunk lady. She <laughs> When I tell you she, I I was sexually harassed or me too as I've been saying. I was uh I was and I get it. <laughs> I understand. It's not a funny thing, but I was uh, touched. I was danced on. I was suggestively said stuff that I will not repeat here because this is a clean show, but I uh, very very disgusting dirty stuff. Uh, from a woman that was uh, about twice my age, plus 10 years. (laughs) That's such a rude thing to say. (laughs) Anyway, at one point, she grabs me and one of my other friends. Uh, So a group of us are talking. I'd say a group of about eight of us are talking, eight or nine of us. Doesn't matter the number. We were talking, and uh, let's say two of us in that group are black, me and one of my other friends. Walk, the lady walks up to us, puts her arms around both of us, and says, we need, we need you guys out there dancing, especially you two. Excuse me? Excuse me, miss? <laughs> What's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> Can you go back there <laughs> and possibly don't go out tonight? So, <laughs> I made myself laugh at that one. I like that. <sighs> so, she was a white woman. She was an older white lady. And she was very, very drunk. Like I said before. We don't need that. We don't need that type of negativity in this world. All right? So keep that if listen. What I'm saying is if you're going to be a drunk white person at a party, try holding it in. Try holding in all those things that you that you want to say out loud. That you normally can't say. That you normally shouldn't say. Don't say it. The more you know. There we go. <laughs> anyway, one last thing. See the see the reason I have talked about this is on my notes. It wrote I wrote down the lady from the party uh uh, ellipses, racist and sexual predator. <laughs> I think I wrote it down that night. <laughs> I was just so, I was so flustered. You ever go to someone's house and their their toilet has poop rings on it? <laughs> and you just think, why don't you just clean the toilet? I mean, I'm such a neat freak. Like this, this is like the dirtiest my room is right now. This right here. These are just, it's just uh, packages, a package of water and the charging cable for this laptop that's wrapped in duct tape because the cable is broken. And uh, my uh, my my white noise machine plugged in over here with my uh, USB-C charger and a lamp plugged in. And then this photo. That needs to be hung up. I mean, it needs to be framed, but hung up. You know, framing costs so much money. Uh, so that's the dirtiest my room is. My closet's even clean. <laughs> so... I'm just saying, why, why why, invite me over if you're not going to have a clean home? Clean your kitchen, clean your toilets, clean your tubs, clean your sinks. Just do it. It's easy. Because I'm about to clean right now. <laughs> Final thing. Apparently, Kelsey Grammer is down for a Frasier reboot. And I think that they should, instead of just, I've been watching a lot of Frasier lately. And instead of just calling it, just letting it be Frasier, they should do a cheer. They should do a Frasier reboot with Cheers, and just call it Cheers Frasier. Frasier returns to Boston with his new bride that he ran off with at the end of Frasier. If you didn't watch it, if you didn't watch Frasier, that's too bad. I mean, even I know the ending, and I barely watch Frasier. Uh, so call it Cheers Frasier. Cheers, comma Frasier, and uh, and it's just and it's just pulling double duty. And so you see, we see Norm and Cliff and Carla and. Uh, Ted Danson's character maybe Kirstie Alley's character uh, Woody it'd be great Kelly Lilith maybe bring Baby Newworth back apparently she left uh, Frey Cheers because she didn't want to be typecast and she just did acting on uh, Broadway which is I understand that's fine but I would relish at the opportunity to do something more than what I'm doing right now. And that's it. That's an episode of the Constitutionals Podcast. See, I put these things off until the last minute. Like, this is probably going to go up. It's 4.49 now on August 1st, 2018. This is probably going to go up in exactly an hour or so. I mean, I might get a bowl of cereal and then, you know, chill out and watch uh, Frasier. <laughs> or Workaholics. I've been watching Workaholics lately. I still have to write an interview. <laughs> which I haven't done in four weeks. Oh, I feel bad for that poor girl I interviewed. I'm so sorry. It'll come out soon at some point. Anyway, that's an episode of The Constitutions. If you liked what you heard, if you liked what you saw, head on over to cpluscomedy.com where we've got some stuff going on, like an interview that I should be writing and a couple of reviews that are coming out, hopefully. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at CplusComedy. Follow me on Twitter at ChadBlackWhite. Like us on Facebook. Head to the YouTube page, YouTube Dom, YouTube.com slash C comedy to see the premiere show news time. Whose birthday is next week. It's going to be great. It's raining right now outside. So if you hear if you heard rain all throughout or cars passing by, that's the reason. Uh, YouTube. So the birthday of uh, news time is next week. It'll be the fourth, fourth year. Yeah. I think it might be the fourth year fourth or fifth? I think it's I think it's fourth. No. Oh my god, it's the fifth year. It's the fifth year for the website. That's the birthday, not News Time. Also News Time's birthday is next week though. News Time's birthday is next week and the website's birthday is next week. So I'm doing an anniversary episode. I don't know. It might be documentary stuff. It's it's something. I'll figure it out and I have 5 days to do it. Not 6, 5 comes out on Monday. Monday, this Monday, this past Monday, I put out the episode at 9.59 or something like that. 10 o'clock, something stupid. And I felt so bad. It usually goes out before 8 p.m. It's supposed to go out at 9 a.m., but I've been so busy trying to work and earn money. Ugh, adults. I hate this. Anyway, check it out. And uh, this week's episode is about the other indie studios that A24 basically opened up the path for. I know that Focus Features and uh, Fox Searchlight, Bloomhouse, Neon, and IFC Film slash IFC Midnight, those are the ones we're talking about, but Focus Features and Fox Searchlight, they came before A24, but A24 really just centralized it and really opened up the path to the, to the Oscars, to people really enjoying indie movies. So I, I did an extensive coverage of A24 two weeks ago, and so this week is the other indie, indie studios, the five that I just listed, which I will not name again. Neon, IFC Films, Bloomhouse, Fox Searchlight, Focus Features. Boom. Check it out. It's a good episode. Like I said, next week's the anniversary of C Comedy. I'll figure out something to do. <laughs> Anyhow, thanks for watching. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Bye.